it's so easy in life to just continually just be bombarded with distractions and noise. And sometimes that's self-imposed and sometimes that's that's not. It's just life is busy and it's noisy and it's hard to carve out space to just be alone with your thoughts, to really process things, to really dig down deep with how you're feeling about something, how you're really wrestling with something. Welcome to another episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. My name is David Bloom. And I'm Alan Briggs. And we're excited to be here with you. We're going to have a different kind of conversation. Alan and I are going to sit down and talk about this idea of creativity, but specifically about feeling stuck. And so if you're feeling stuck in a rut or just looking for a little more creativity, I think this episode is going to be really, really valuable for you. Routine is really important, schedules, structures, all of those things, but sometimes it beats the creativity out of us if we're not careful. And we're all wired differently. So I like spontaneity. Uh, for you guys tracking along who understand the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram 7. And so it, it comes really naturally for me to like change and a change of pace. Um, but I need to re- be really careful that I don't get stuck too much in routine. Um, but I also need to be careful that I don't get stuck too much in just trying to escape. And the escapism of what's the next thing and fear of missing out can really drive me to a scattered place. And so whatever perspective that you come from, uh, whatever your personality type is, maybe you're more hardwired for routine. Um, this I think will be really valuable for you today. And I think can really spark some of your creativity. Yeah. I know for me, it's, it's so important to get outside of my context every once in a while. And I think when we get stuck, we feel like we need to plow through it. And we feel like we need to pile more and more of the same on top of what we're already doing. And for me, that just has not worked. I need to extract myself from my context. I need to get rid of the distractions. I need to um, clear my mind by changing my place, by changing my perspective, whether that's getting up into the mountains, whether that's going to a different coffee shop, whether that's even going to a different place in your house rather than your office um, to just try to clear your mind and, and kind of have a reset for your mind and your creativity. We all need some kind of reset in our lives. We want to get really practical with you today. Here's kind of the storyline we want you to follow in this podcast is that a change of place brings a change of perspective. If you need to change a perspective, you need to spark your creativity, perhaps a change of place. What we're not saying is you need to spend thousands of dollars on a huge vacation, is that you need to drop everything right now. We're going to talk about the really the specifics of scheduling these into your routine uh, whatever that looks like for you on a regular basis. Maybe it's your next Sabbath of getting away. Maybe it's a couple days um, where you're planning for the fall or the spring or the next big push. Or maybe if you're a writer, getting away is is perhaps the most helpful way for you to get all of that down. For me as a writer, uh, I actually write in the context of everyday life. And only occasionally do I write uh, away from everything. And I'll share kind of how I've supplemented uh, my writing process with that. But I think there's good news around this, David. I think there are more and more organizations realizing things like retreats, advances, uh, getaways, offsites for their team to actually go away and create new things. It's kind of becoming baked into more of our organizations, spending a little bit of money uh, on that to develop their teams. And I also think uh, there's a return back to realizing we can't leave vacation days on the table. And so vacation factors into this. This is a huge piece of this. But if you are experiencing overwhelm right now, I think this is one of the quickest ways to reset. This past weekend, my kids and I 
uh, just got away. David, I know you went up in the mountains as well. And I love seeing pictures afterwards of just kind of getting away to process and think. And we went out and just kind of wandered around this new hiking spot we hadn't been to for a while. And it was a couple hours out in the sun and it just kind of reset us even as a family. And I felt more creative. We felt more alive after that. And we spent $0. I mean, maybe we spent six bucks in gas to get there. So it doesn't have to take all day. It doesn't have to take a lot of money uh, in the process. So um, David, break down a couple of times, maybe that you've gotten away. Uh, you've maybe been stuck or needed a spark in your creativity and you got away uh, and saw your perspective shift. So I'm in the process um, of writing my first ebook, and it's kind of kicking my butt in certain areas where I have writer's block, where I, I don't necessarily know where I'm going to go with the next chapter. I feel I'm feeling stuck. And so I have a friend who works for the Forest Service, and he offered his cabin up in the mountains. And we're going to talk a lot about the mountains, and we're not bragging. We live near the mountains, which is amazing and We're awesome. not rubbing it in. We just love the mountains, okay? We're not. Yeah, I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, so um, I'm happy to not be in the suburbs of Chicago and be in Colorado Springs, but um, you can do this anywhere. But for me, it was a mountain cabin, this space that there was no one there. Um, it was secluded. There was solitude. Uh, I got to chop wood and um, heat the cabin with a wood-burning stove and, and just write. There was no internet. Um, there was no distractions, no TV, no anything like that. And just to take out, you know, eight hours of of a day that I could s set aside and just write to remove the distractions in my life. And it was so helpful. I, I made so many breakthroughs because I removed myself from this this context that I was struggling, that I felt stuck and, and found an area that that I needed. And sometimes you can feel guilty about that of, you know, going up into the mountains, maybe you think it's a waste of gas, maybe you think it's a waste of time, and maybe you're really practical and you say, you know, I could just do that in my office, I need to push through. Um, I would think of it as a practical way to invest in your own leadership and your own creativity, and we need this space. Um, it's not a waste of time. Uh, it's incredibly valuable, and it that moment was extremely valuable for me to spend that day up in the cabins and to write and push through what was some pretty major writing block. I had this, this one time that, uh, I was struggling between three different decisions. Normally it's just two different decisions and should I do this or that? But it was three decisions. I was overwhelmed with the different options and, and opportunities. And so I remember I called this place up in the mountains. I hear, I heard that they did spiritual retreats, uh, but it was fasting only. So I was a little nervous about that because normally part of the experience for me is eating good food and, you know, maybe sitting by a wood stove and eating some soup or something, you know, whatever fits that occasion. Uh, but I realized, okay, this is going to be a fasting retreat and I need a couple days uh, to go up here and, and do this. And um, as I was driving up the mountain, I was thinking, what's my process here? What's my plan? What's my getaway? And of course, I was like, if I don't come back with a decision on this, this is going to be a waste of time. And I remember um, it was time to leave. And the time that they told me I needed to check out uh, was about an hour or two away. And I thought, I don't have my decision yet. What I realized is that God had actually changed my perspective on what I needed and what I didn't need in terms of a decision. And I thought, I'm going to go down the mountain. I'm going to have this amazing plan. Here's my next step. I have it all lined out. And that wasn't the case at all. And so it was actually kind of anticlimactic where I headed down the mountain and I was like, well, I'm hungry. So I went to Wendy's and I ate some junk food, which I don't recommend after a fast, by the way. 
And, uh, and I just thought through, uh, man, do I really need to make this decision now? And what if there's another option and why am I feeling so stressed about this? And I ended up, um, going down the mountain, had a conversation with my wife and we talked through some of the next steps and we were able to make a really good decision, but it didn't happen like I had imagined it. And another time that felt really different to me is I was about to lead a writer's cohort. People reach out to me who want to write and say, how do I write my book? Or how do I become a regular blogger? And as a bunch of people had reached out, I said, let's do a writer's cohort. We actually, I could actually tell you my process and we could work the process together. So people from all over the country had signed up and paid for a writer's cohort. So I thought I really better have good content for this. And so the idea was that I had the ebook finished about a week before this cohort. And so I had so much in my mind, it was too much content. And I actually had to go away to the mountains. The time was getting close. And I said, I need probably eight hours to finish this thing. And really I got about 16 hours worth of work done in about eight hours. And it was an incredible chance to just get away. Remember just when I had writer's block, just kind of walking around outside. And that was so helpful for me to be able to get this large chunk of things done. Sometimes uh, getting away is actually the most productive that we can get. And so sometimes it doesn't give me what I think it should give me, like the first decision. And sometimes it gives me well beyond what I imagine I could get in, done in one day. It really felt like about three days of work, uh, if I'm honest. I came away so ready for that cohort. I finished the ebook and it ended up really buttoning the process together well. Um, and so I needed that, I needed that more than I even realized in the midst of everyday life. So David, tell me about a time when you got away and by getting away, that changed your perspective on life or a decision that you needed to make. Sometimes for me, the most important thing is the solitude that it affords, the solitude that it offers. Um, it's so easy in life to just continually just be bombarded with distractions and noise. And sometimes that's self-imposed and sometimes that's that's not. It's just life is busy and it's noisy and it's hard to carve out space to just be alone with your thoughts, to really process things, to really dig down deep with how you're feeling about something, how you're really wrestling with something. And so for me, I was trying to make a tough decision about really whether I was going to move into a new ministry journey. I'd been uh, planting a church for about four and a half years and absolutely loved my time there. Loved the people, loved the context, loved what I was doing, what I was seeing God do. And so it was a really tough decision. You know, sometimes it's an easy decision where you're like pushed out of a, a job and you're run out of town. There's pitchforks and um, torches and has that actually happened to you? It sounds like Shrek. Yeah, it no, it, it hasn't actually happened to me in more of a metaphorical way, um, not a literal way. No, actually, I, I've never been pushed out of a job, but it's easier, right? You're like, eh, well, you know, forget those people anyway. I'm 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 moving out of town. But this was an amazing experience that I loved and we were content there and we could see ourselves there for forever. And so my wife and I were wrestling with this decision and I decided to to go on a backpacking trip by myself, an overnight trip, um, about a few hours away from where we lived and, and just wanted to clear my mind, clear my space, um, so that I could think and I could process. And so I went to a mountain lake and set up my, my camp, set up a chair, uh, just sat there and read, just sat there and prayed, just sat there in silence and began to process things. And things came to my mind that, that hadn't before, because I really hadn't let them really it gave me space to to be with god and to seek his wisdom and to seek his calling in my life and and we don't do that if i'm honest i don't 
always cultivate that kind of intense space for God to speak to me. And so it was just absolutely one of the sweetest moments in my life, um, besides being scared while I was trying to sleep um, by myself in the woods that every crack of a branch I thought was a bear that was going to murder me. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful moment um, with God and with my thoughts and a time to process. And so um, that doesn't always look like a backpacking trip. It doesn't always look like um, you need to be three hours from your house. Sometimes it's a hammock in your backyard to just create some space to be silent to be still, um, and to, to listen. So Alan, we both got stories of how it's been, um, getting away has been effective for us, but, but why, why is getting away helpful for you? What does it help us do when we get away? Well, first of all, they get us out of our comfort zone and our plateaued thinking. If you're in your comfort zone and you feel like I can't reach beyond where I'm at right now, then you may need to go to a different coffee shop for four or five hours. I mean, take a half day or a full day. Again, it doesn't have to be some expensive week-long vacation. We're talking about an intentional change of place so that we can have that jump out of our comfort zone for new thinking. Secondly, they let our minds breathe and relax a little bit. I mean, when we're in our own space, sometimes we feel like the walls are closing in on us. We've got this thought and these emails and something about just driving some miles away or getting on a plane and going somewhere else. Maybe you're already going somewhere else and you're going to visit family or something. Maybe you just tack an extra day on there. It just lets your mind breathe a little bit and relax. I think sometimes we're so overstimulated and we are so overwhelmed in our own context. And that can easily be solved if we get away. Or you mentioned being in a cabin with no internet. Sometimes that's an amazing experience when we can't get any phone coverage because we have no responsibility to email and, and things like that. The next one, they allow a change of pace to our regular routine and rhythm. Something about a change of pace for us just kind of relaxes our brain. I don't know. I just, I get new ideas when I have a change of pace. Maybe I was able to sleep in that day. Sometimes when I'm camping, I mean, I go to bed when it's dark and I realize, whoa, I get so much more sleep out here. I see the mornings differently, but that change of pace really opens us up. Uh, for some new creativity. The next one, they include fun. Fun is a huge deal. It's actually one of our four core values here at Stay Forth. And we just forget how much fun is uh, helpful to us as humans, is needed, is part of being human, but is also something that stimulates creativity for me. I know I was away at a conference one time and we, did, we went to this go-kart track. And I don't know how fast they let these things go, but it felt like we were breaking speed limits. And uh, we're going around trying to bump each other. And we were laughing so hard. I don't remember what I learned at that conference, but I will never forget the fun we had as we were go-karting and just something that happens uh, together. The next one, they can help us do a large portion of a project quickly. I mentioned being able to, to knock off most of my ebook in that eight hours or so that, that I got away. Maybe you have a big project coming up and you realize if I could get away it would eliminate the breaks, the distractions, uh, maybe needing to you know, go out to lunch with this person. You can cancel all of your meetings. Sometimes in four, six, eight hours, you can actually get a couple days of work done and you could knock off a huge project. Uh, some writers choose to get away for that portion and write all of their words down and just cram and do that. That's not uh, feasible for my life. That's not what I've chosen, but I know that several people knock off big projects when they do this. And lastly, they help us realize our world is really small. 
when I'm on a plane and I look down and I see those little ants uh, called humans driving around in those little matchbox cars and in those those teeny little homes, I realize my problems aren't so big. And mixed, I think, with fun, mixed with Sabbath, mixed with the change of pace for us when we get away, we have this realization that all of the things I thought were such a big deal really aren't. So those would be so many of the why behind what we're talking about. Obviously, there's other benefits, something just to being out in creation, of course, is what uh, David talks about in the Psalms of just seeing the glory of God in a, a new and unique way. But I realize sometimes uh, we can't drive out of the city. Maybe you know we're going to a new coffee shop. Maybe we're just uh, calling up another church or calling up an organization and saying, can I use your boardroom? Can I use your conference room? Because it's out of the ordinary for me. Uh, but whatever you do, make sure that you get really practical about your why. Why do you need that change of pace why do you need that change of place or perspective in your life right now? So, Alan, if people are listening along and they're wondering how they get away, what are their next steps to process and plan their next getaway? All right, let's get really practical here. First one, block off the time on your schedule. You got to put it on your calendar. And this is where most people make a mistake. This is where I've missed opportunities in the past is even before I know where I'm going, even before I know how much time or how expensive or whatever else, I'm trying to figure out all 18 details in my mind. Instead, you just need to figure out the first step, a block off that time on your calendar. That way, nothing creeps up on that and gets in the way. And so I found that I've never really had an accidental getaway that was an intentional getaway. Um, it always took intention and planning because things are always going to grow around that. So number one, you got to block off the time to look at your schedule. Secondly, decide what you'll aim at. Decide your why. Again, maybe it's a big decision that you need to make and you hope to leave having made that decision. Maybe you're hoping to knock off that big project. Maybe you and three others are getting away together to discern the next season of your team or your business, your church, your ministry. Uh, maybe you're getting away because you don't even know that next project that you're thinking about and you need to get creative and you need to journal for hours. Maybe you need to process something really hard that happened in the past season. And so that first one is when. When are you going to do this? How do you block off that time? And how much time you're going to block off? And that second one is what. Decide what specifically you're aiming at about that time. I think that's a great practical start for you if you're saying, I know I need this, but how do I actually do this? And guys, we are so convinced that this is a big deal, especially today in the stress and the overwhelm we're living in within our culture, that we've actually bet the farm on this. At Stay Forth, we've actually launched experiences. And so we're doing our first one coming up the week after Easter. This is specifically going to be for male pastors, but we've got an experience coming up. Uh, for females only, uh, they're going to be processing the journey of living as God has designed us uh, and curated by amazing women on our team. And so we're really looking forward to that one in Colorado. Details will be out soon. But the big deal for us is that if we can get leaders away from the overwhelm, the stress, the rhythm of, of life, then maybe, just maybe, we could see ourselves as the potential to be healthy, the potential to go the distance. We can dream new dreams. We can see things. And here's the important one for us is together with like-hearted leaders that want to do the work as well. Sometimes we're stuck in meetings saying, ah, I wish I weren't here. This is going to be the opposite of that. Filled with fun, 
filled with joy and even just the adventure of not knowing exactly all of what we're going to encounter together. And I promise you guys, what we don't need are more content dumps. You can grab content from this podcast, from any other podcast out there, and there's great stuff in books and podcasts and courses. That's not what these experiences are. These are to pull us away, to be able to process, to be able to build community with other people saying the same kind of thing. We'll launch cohorts out of some of these. So we're just super excited uh, at what this is going to bring, kind of this new division of Stay Forth Design. So guys, look out for those. The first one is the Phoenix fill-up. So if you are a pastor or you know a pastor, again, males only on this one, I promise female events are coming. Uh, we want to specifically get away and process the good, the hard, the tensions uh, that are life and ministry and leadership together um, and with other people that are wrestling with some similar things. So we're going to be in Phoenix. It's not going to be hard in the early spring for us to be relaxing out by the pool. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to eat great food, drink great drinks. Uh, and that matters to us to be away from our phones to actually processing that. So we're excited to launch more of these. Uh, you'll be hearing more about these on the podcast. Uh, you can go to stayforth.com backslash go forth to find out more. And so we don't just talk about going forth and the idea of uh, what am I built for? What am I supposed to do? What's my next adventure? Of course, we believe that's true, but we want to work on your leadership to stay forth in the midst of that. So come away with us in the future. You'll see more of those events uh, announced at the Stay Forth page on social media. You'll hear about them here as well, but we're super excited at what that's going to do. And we see the value in something like a conference. We're not anti-conference in the least, but this is kind of, it's really the antithesis of that conference experience. We love information, content, we're content creators ourselves, but there needs to be moments in which we retreat and begin to process all the content that we have in our lives that we're wrestling through. And so this is a space in which um, we're not gonna flood you with information. You're not gonna be drinking from a fire hose, but we want to unpack these things, these values, these rhythms. Um, think less of a breakout session and more of conversations around a fire pit where we really get to to dig in and say, how do we apply these things to our life so that we can um, not just be healthy in this moment, but we can take this back to the rest of our lives and implement healthy rhythms and practices of caring for our own souls and resting on our own and making healthy decisions as leaders so that we can be the most effective leaders that we can for the long haul. We are so information rich and experience poor in our culture today. We're content rich and yet we're hungry for the response to that. You're talking about how do we sit around and say, well, what are you processing in this space? And, and what about that? And even where we record our podcast, is called, it's called 719 Commons, and it's a space where conversations will just kind of break out, whether it's around um, you know, coffee, whether it's in the back room next to the fire and having conversations at the conference table. What about this? And what about you know, for business, for ministry? That's what people are hungry for today. There's so much information that many times it can leave us overwhelmed and we need to get away to be able to process that together. And we've all done that at a conference. Again, we're not hating on conferences. We're part of a conference that happens out here in Colorado every year. But the important thing is having the time built in to process, maybe on the plane, on the way back with other people. We've all felt the post-conference depression where we realize nobody else was there on my team for all of the content that I took in. So I don't know how to re-explain that. And they're like, oh no, I don't want to send our senior leader to a conference again. He's going to come back with all these crazy ideas. Quite the opposite of helping us all figure out what we're processing and doing that together. I remember a, 
a conference that I went to outside of DC. And I just remember gathering with guys that night and talking till late and kind of dreaming out ideas and thoughts. And I remember calling my wife saying, oh, I found my people. Like it was so life-giving and energizing for me. Uh, and the content was good. Again, I don't remember much of what the content was, just a little bit, but I remember those conversations and I remember how encouraging that was. I'm on the right track. They were giving me some new ideas and even critiquing some of mine. So it's super important for us to think about proactively, not reactively, getting away and actually building this into our schedules. And so again, uh, be looking on that Stay Forth, Go Forth page for us. We'll be announcing those. David and I are dreaming about leading one together. You'll hear about it here on this podcast uh, as it goes live. We're really excited for that. And um, I want to be really practical with you guys. I want to give you three questions. And often at the end of the podcast, we'll ask you a few questions. We want you to apply this and not just go, sure, it's good to get away but here are your next right questions to ask to take your next right step. Number one, why? Why do you need to get away? Maybe you're stuck. Maybe you're just lacking the creative spark, but start with why. Secondly, when? When will you put this on the calendar? Get a specific time, block it off on your calendar, push off all things outside of that. And number three, how? How will you structure your time? Why do you need to get away? When will you put this on the calendar? And how will you structure your time? Do you need to just be out in the woods sitting next to a lake like David was talking about doing nothing? Or do you need to build a little bit of structure in there? We're all different. Some people need more structure, more spontaneity as you go away. And make sure that you ask the why, the when, the how, because we want you to build this into your schedule. We want to say in the next two or three months, we'd love to hear stories of you saying, I listen to the podcast and because of that, I took a time away and I realized something big. We would love nothing better than to hear that paradigm shift from your life and leadership. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. And as always, we hope that this content encourages you, it challenges you, um, and maybe gives you some new ways of thinking and approaching your leadership. If you find this content valuable, consider subscribing. Hit that subscribe button and you'll be notified for every new episode that comes out. Our episodes come out weekly. And so those will just be uh, sent right to your phone. And also give us a rating and a review on iTunes or whatever platform that you're listening on. And then share with friends, um, family, any leaders that you know that this would be um, valuable content to them. We would love for you to share the conversations that we're having on this podcast. So Thanks for joining us for this latest episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast, and we will see you in the next episode.